Good morning. Let's bow our heads and open in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, for today. We thank you, Lord, for those that are here and for those that will be listening. We ask you, Lord, to lead this service and to watch over my mouth, Lord, lest I sin against you. Prepare and open our hearts and minds to receive the message you gave me to bring to the people. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would make me sensitive to what you were saying and willing to repeat what I hear you say. Bless me, Lord, with the ability to communicate with great clarity. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's go ahead and open our Bibles to John 10, 27-30. The Word says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. So we now have the ability to hear the voice of Holy Spirit, to hear God speak to us. Prior to Jesus, the only people that heard the Lord speak were the patriarchs like Abraham, Jacob, those people. It was people that had, been, had gotten the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But usually it was a prophet or a priest who had, who had the infilling of the Holy Spirit. They did not usually, like ordinary people, common people, did not hear. Holy Spirit. They did not have the infilling. They had to go to the priests or the prophet to find out what the Lord was saying. Now, we have everybody, everybody in Christianity has the ability to hear the Lord speak if you have Holy if you have been baptized, had the Holy Spirit baptism, the third part of our baptism. All right, we have the, the baptism, we have the altar where you go to the altar and you give your life to Christ and that's salvation. Then we have the water baptism and then we have the, the third part which is to ask Jesus to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and then we should be able to hear the Holy Spirit speak to us. But it's for everybody, any Christian. If you call on the name of the Lord and you ask Jesus to baptize you in the Holy Spirit, you should be hearing Holy Spirit. You don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to go to the preacher. You don't have to wait for me to tell you what the Lord's saying. You should be hearing that yourself. And if you're not hearing that, if you're not hearing Holy Spirit yourself, and you have been baptized in Holy Spirit, you need to be working on your intimate relationship with, with Jesus because that's what the problem is. You need to be listening. You need to be spending a having a daily devotion where you're praying and you give him room to speak so that you have to just shut up and be silent and listen. And if you do that and you do it on a daily basis, he will speak to you. You shouldn't be getting all of your, your feeding for the week of God on Sunday. You need to be doing daily devotion and not just on Sundays. Because what happens is if you are just praying on Sunday in church, Monday comes around and something goes wrong and now you're you're being very soulish and you'll be soulish all the way through the week and then come back in on Sunday and then you'll feel bad, feel guilty. So you need to be praying daily. 
the closer you get to him in position by allowing him to come to you and giving him room to come, the closer you will get with him and the more you will hear him. You just got to tune your listening ears in. Now, there was 400 years from Malachi to the time of Jesus where God was silent. He did that so that there would be a hunger for the word. So that when Jesus got here, and or John, actually it was John first, started speaking about uh, baptism. And he would get, was getting a word from the Lord about baptism and the need for it. And prepare the way of the Lord. And then Jesus came. People were hungry for that. They wanted to hear the word of God because they had 400 years of silence. In today's time, there's going to be times where God is going to be silent. This is a, usually a testing time. When he does this, what I have found in my experience is the times of silence that he does with me are, to, are because I'm getting ready to step into something greater, something new, a new gift from him, a, a new way of doing things, and he tests me. It is a test. It's called the spiritual desert. You go through a wilderness and it will repeat. I've had it repeat. I've had the spiritual desert happen to me numerous times, more times than I can count. I can't even, I can't even honestly think of how many times I've gone through this. And it's always when I'm getting ready to go into something greater. So what do we do in the silence? We lean in. You lean in to the word of God. You lean in to hearing the word of God. You lean in to the heart of God. Try asking a different question. A lot of times we'll be asking, a, asking the Lord a question and we're asking him for the wrong reasons or we're asking the wrong thing. Try asking him, Lord, what is your heart for this situation? What do you want to see happen here? And if you're still not hearing anything, you're definitely in a testing season. And they can last a day or they can last a week. I think Mother Teresa, I remember reading at one point that she had gone years without hearing a word from the Lord. After hearing, like she was a hearer, she heard him speak and it then went years without hearing anything. Now I've never gone years, I have gone weeks without hearing anything from the Lord. And the first time it happened, I thought I had done something wrong. And then I started saying, well, I'm just digging in. I, I, I'm not, I can't back up. I can't go back to my old life. I'm digging in. Because the answer is never that God doesn't care about the situation. The answer that you're looking for isn't that he didn't hear you. So don't ignore the silence. Lean into the heart of God. Now, if you have known sin in your life, you need to repent of it. You will get silent if you're being if you're doing something sinful continuously. He, he just will stop talking to you. He'll wait for you to get sick of your life and turn back to him. So if you have a known sin, you need to deal with it and you need to repent. So you need to the other thing that you need might want to do is get back to the basics. The faith that brought you to God is the faith that you need to rely on in silence. Build your faith up. 
Build your faith up by prayer. Build your faith up by staying in the Word of God. Go to Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the Word of Christ. Build your faith. Build your faith by reading the Word of God and listening to your voice as you say the Word of God. That is where faith comes from. Make a decision to choose the Lord. Go to Joshua 24:15. Joshua 24:15 says, "But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Life happens, but that hasn't changed God. He hasn't moved. He's not ignoring you. Get back into his presence and be obedient with whatever he is telling you. There's been a few times that the Lord has been silent with me because I was not following what he had told me to do. And I didn't even realize that he was being silent with me because of that, because it had been weeks before that he had told me to do something. And I didn't think it was important. Like it wasn't something, it wasn't like a big booming voice. It was a very quiet voice and he had asked me to do something. And I didn't really want to do it. So I thought that there was an option there where I could opt out and still continue to have him speak to me. That's not the way God works. If he asks you to do something, you need to go do it. If you ignore him, he will stop talking to you. That's the way that works. If, you, if he's told you something and you're in a silence and you haven't done it, you might want to go back pick up whatever it was that he told you to do and do it. Be obedient. You need to trust him emphatically. Times of silence sometimes cause us to be fearful, but this is when we should be building our faith because that's when faith is going to be required. A silence is not the time to quit. God is using that time for something bigger than you could have ever imagined. But whatever is next is definitely going to require a deeper level of trust with the Lord. Lean in, stay longer, spend two more minutes in prayer of just silence where you're listening for him. You must watch and listen. He will make his plans known to you and you don't wanna miss it. You don't wanna miss what he's got for you. There's a couple of different ways. So you need to be watching and listening to things going on around you. He may start to speak to you again. So you need to be listening. He may speak to you through his word. He may speak to you through circumstances. He may speak to you through another person. But you need to put yourself in a position where you're listening and watching closely to what he is doing and how he is moving. And get ready to receive what he is saying you will get breakthrough it will come and it will be good you can't mope around and expect to receive the next thing the next good thing 
You have to stay in faith, clothe yourself in joy, wait for God to bless you, and he will. And one of the one thing, the one thing that I know that absolutely makes me feel better, even if sometimes I am still in the silence, and he may still be silent after I do it, but I go and find someone else to help. Finding someone else to help brings you back to a position of faith with God. And it may be a little thing to you, but it might be a really big thing to the person that you're helping. And the last thing that we're going to talk about, the last little tip that I can give you, test what you hear. So when God breaks the silence and starts to speak again, you must be listening and testing what you hear. One way that he does this is he will use repetition. Things will keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up, keep coming up. I saw 11-11 probably five times over a two-day period one time, and it was a verse he wanted me to go to. It was 11-11. So definitely pay attention to repetitive things. We need to learn how to test the word. And we do that by using 1 John 4, 1 through 3. I've been using this verse to test the word because that's exactly what it is for years now. And I'm so glad that, I, that the Lord showed me this. So 1 John 4, 1 through 3 says... Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Now, I hope you were listening because the first thing that it said was, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. There's many people out there, pastors, preachers, prophets, you name it, that think that they hear from God. They're not testing the word that they're hearing and they're speaking it and they're discipling people with demonic things, okay? So, how do we test? The Word says that every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come from the flesh, has come in the flesh, is from God. So let's say that you have a thought that comes in your mind. Maybe the thought is, I need to give that person money. You see a person in the store, you need to give them $20. You'll hear, you need to give them $20, right? You can quickly say, did Jesus come in the flesh? When you that thought comes through your head, did Jesus come, through, come in the flesh? If you hear a yes, it's of God. That thought was from God. If it is a no, that thought was a demon. They, he would love, the demons love for you to give, throw your money away to somebody that doesn't need it. Or for no good reason or if you hear nothing then that thought might have been your thought maybe it's just you was thinking maybe you should bless that person test 
the Spirit. Learn to ask that question. Did Jesus come in the flesh? And listen for the answer. Learn to listen to that answer. Learn to test the word. Because until you really, really know what God sounds like, you need to be testing it. You shouldn't be following any voice but the Lord's voice in anything. And it can, it, you can use this test for, for anything that you hear. Any thought that goes through your mind, you can test. And sometimes you, you'll sit there and in the, in the beginning, everything should be tested. And I know that that makes it seem like you'll be sitting there asking that question over and over again all day long, but you kind of need to until you learn. So test the word. This is an underused scripture. Not enough people are using this. Not enough people are making sure that what they hear is of God. I hope this helps you. I hope that these points help you. I hope that this, if you're going through a time of silence, I hope that this encourages you. We're going to go ahead and close in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we leave here today, bless all our days with your grace, guidance, and provision. Keep us safe and watch over us. Lord, we pray your sustaining presence will go with us, and we ask you to walk with us throughout our week and bring us safely back to your house again. Thank you, Lord, for your many blessings and for all the tithes and offerings that are received. Bless the ministries that we are sowing into and for the people that are being blessed by our faithfulness. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' holy name.